What's up, guys? Welcome to the Frame Skip Podcast. This is episode number four. I am one of your hosts, Seth Slakehouse, joined by my fabulous co-host this week, the ladies' man, Elijah Steele. Hello there. How you doing, buddy? I'm tired. How are you? Uh, well, actually, I'm pretty good. I've had two Rain's energy drinks this week or t- tonight. Aren't aren't oh, they the God. best? Oh, dude, they're so good. So good. Zero calories, zero sugar, zero carbs. And 300 tasty milligrams of caffeine. They're pretty much, (laughs) they're one of only two kind of energy drinks I drink. It's Bang Bang, right? You bang uh, it out sometimes? I I had Bang, like I drank Bang for a while, but going back to it now, it tastes too sweet and kind of gross. The other one is actually, and this is weird to say, the G Fuel energy drinks, the cans. Oh, yeah. Uh, They gave them away at PAX and they were super good. They're they're yeah. just like rain. The zero calories, like all that stuff. Yeah, super I, good. I don't subscribe to G Fuel because I feel like they're taking advantage of me when I, when they advertise, and I don't like that. I don't think I've ever actually had any of these like modern day energy drinks. Like yeah, I, like they're really good, man. Because yeah. like I, we like we said, they're zero calories, zero sugar. They're just crammed, just yeah, crammed with caffeine. I mean, <laughs> and, I don't really need it, but I just think they're interesting. And yeah, things you like really shouldn't one, drink more than one. The last one I had was in uh, 2014 when I was in Kuwait, and it yeah. was just like too hot to be drinking that crap, and I just don't have any desire for it. Isn't and that th- funny how that happens? Like, even if you only drink like soda and juice and whatnot, if you really are like working out or like you're, you're in a really hot situation, your body like just is like, nope, I want water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and like drinks like Monster and Red Bull don't do it for me. Like it does absolutely nothing. But rain... Every time I drink it, pumps me right up. Every yeah, time. because it's, it's slammed with twice as much caffeine. <laughs> exactly. All right. You've heard him. Now you get to meet him. The coach, Kyle Newman. How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, how, you, how you feeling this week? Tired. We've been migrating yeah. our, um, our daily lessons to online. So that's what we've been doing the last 72 hours. That's, I, I'm sure your uh, students are thrilled, huh? Um, actually no yeah they i think they are you know it's something different for them so and it's something different for everybody so it's a learning experience you could be either one of those teachers that's going to complain about oh i have to do this or you could be like you know what this is something new i could learn and make the best out of it so right right. i prefer making the best out of it and you get to work with no pants on that's great Right? I mean, you just get out of bed, jump on your computer, and you're good to go. And you don't have to brush your hair. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is like a, a real problem for hey, me now. I, I, all the, I got all the, that one. All the, <laughs> hair, all the hair salons are shut down. So, like, yeah. I, have, I, need to get a, I need to get a haircut. And I don't know how I'm going to get one. I, I, no, Rochelle, you're not cutting my hair. Because, um, first off, as you guys know, my hair, my best feature next to my beard and it's just i'm stressing out because now I thought I'm wearing it was your calves my calves oh, i do yeah. have nice calves it's that's true my calves are gigantic but um i don't know how i'm going to get a haircut and i'm okay, stressed out on. about it cuz my hair looks terrible i'm sorry for interrupting you yeah but for all you nintendo freaks out there that have been dying for a nintendo direct this is this just came what? in wait 
What? It's it's Nintendo of America. It's not Nintendeer or anything like that. This is straight up Nintendo of America. What is happening? Tune in 326 at 3 p.m. for a Nintendo Direct featuring roughly 40 minutes of information focused on Seth's 2020 calves. Nintendo Switch games, including Wait. Breath of the Wild 2. Where are you reading this? Yes. We're going way off Are you reading this? Because I'm on Nintendo's official Twitter and there's nothing. Yeah. Show just jumped off a bridge. It's a parody. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. And uh, last but not least, he is our producer, the amazing Austin Aller. I guess I'm the producer. I mean, literally the only person who works on the show. You're the producer. Yeah. I guess I do everything. So, <laughs> I yeah, suppose that. that makes me the producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you doing this week, buddy? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, next week, our school starts back finally. So this is the last pandemic break week for us. Um, mm-hmm. But is your graduation to, still canceled? To stay busy. Yep, it is officially canceled. So I'm not. I'm still graduating, but I'm not having a graduation which sucks yeah, graduations are overrated anyway buddy no yeah i mean i agree it's just a ceremony at the end of the day but um they're talking about like delaying it in some fashion but i feel like there's no way they can do that because people are going to be in their careers and gone and so yeah. that doesn't really mm-hmm. work all right uh, gentlemen well yeah. so before we um before we really get jump into the show i know everyone's freaking out about this uh coronavirus thing Everyone's in a panic, everyone's a little depressed, everyone's a little sad. So I just want to jump in here and um, share some uplifting, hopeful news about this whole situation, right? You gonna talk about Jesus? No, that's not what I'm gonna do. Uh, so it appears in Italy that the uh, the isolation is working. And I just, I have um, just a few, a few headlines here that make... I want to give people a little bit of hope. Over 100,000 people have recovered from the coronavirus around the world. This is all, this all is in within the past uh, two days, by the way. So 48 uh, hours. Yeah. Coronavirus figures offer signs of hope for Italy. The lockdown is working. Number of registered uh, coronavirus cases grows by 8.1%. First time it's down to a single digit. Uh, Italy reports 600 new coronavirus deaths, the number dropping for a second day in a row. Italy's first known patient leaves hospital. A uh, 95-year-old woman recovers from coronavirus in Italy, and also, uh, this is all with the most uh, uncanny news of the week, the Taliban promises not to kill any healthcare workers in fear of coronavirus. Hmm. Interesting, so, on that last yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so, that, that, I, that last one, I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess we'll just wait until the coronavirus scare is over, then you can go back to killing them, but whatever, man. But- Real quick, the thing what Italy did though is they went on hardcore lockdown. Right. Like not what we're I mean, doing. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to jump too far I into know. this. I just want to give people yeah. a little bit of hope that like things can get better. And I just I, I want people to understand that like it's gonna be hard for a little bit. Yep. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's gonna we're gonna get over it. And you just need to keep locking down, keep washing your hands, keep isolating, and eventually it's gonna go back to normal. But things are never gonna things are gonna change. But it's gonna we're, we're gonna be able to go back to some sort yeah. of normal life here eventually just stay strong hang in there and, i mean uh, it, it seems like a pretty crazy time and i know everyone's like freaking out um and i think it's pretty natural but at the same time 
I mean, humans are, are pretty resistant in general. I mean, we've yeah. gotten through pretty mm-hmm. crazy stuff, you know, not in our lifetime as far as like World War II and, you know. The Black Plague. Yeah, like the freaking Black Plague. I mean, that's a huge example. I mean, there's just stuff exactly that... Exactly 100 years ago. So pretty, pretty no, much... 100, 500, something yeah. like that. Pretty much every week, if there's good uplifting stories, yep. I want to drop them on the show here until yeah. things start getting better. Because, like, dude, I just feel like people are panicking so much, and it's understandable. But try and focus on what you can control, and not what you can't control. If you, yeah. if you try to focus on what you can't control, things are not gonna. You're just gonna freak out. And you're you're gonna panic. Um, I'm jumping off of Facebook here this week because yeah. I'm just sick of seeing it all the time and and whatnot. So stick to your news sources. Stick to the CDC and the World Health Organization. And uh, you know what? You know what? Honestly, staying on this topic, but talking about things that have been uplifting is seeing all of the Animal Crossing tweets. Oh my God, yes. They have been funny. They've been cute. They've been cool. And just some really good things. Like I tagged Austin one today, but Mm -hmm. which was funny, but there's also good things, you know? And our buddy Austin and Andy posted a very, very romantic picture <laughs> of both of them sitting on um a the bench, bench. Or yeah did you see all our replies to it we all posted oh, the same gif they were so sweet <laughs> such sweet responses i did not <laughs> let it's me the, check uh, you should team go america look. world police guy throwing up we all posted it over and over, and over <laughs> <laughs> so but it's awesome those are the good things yeah thank god for this game like realistically thank yeah. god for this game man it's something we'll you can dump a it. lot of time into. And, and when, yeah, we're going to talk about Animal Crossing a lot this week, so stay tuned for that. But first, it's time for our weekly games. Let's start with Elijah. What have you been playing this week, uh, aside from Animal Crossing? Because we all know we've all been playing that. Uh, really, just two things and nothing to talk about much. Apex Legends, I play it like crazy. Uh, but the other thing is I've been playing a game called Disaster Report 4. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about it yet, but I can confirm it will be the first review up on the Frameskip podcast channel. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Not unless I get a review up first. I that, don't know what I'll review. That's also possible. But that would be pretty sweet just to slide in there about 30 minutes beforehand. Um, <laughs> Austin, what about you? Uh, honestly, just Animal Crossing. I, I think before I posted the last show, I was still playing more of Link's Awakening. Unfortunately, I did not beat it like I wanted to. Um, I had some stuff come up the last couple days prior to Animal Crossing, but I am still going to try and, and get around to that before this week is over because um, I am pretty close to the end. And like I said, school starts back next week. But yeah, really just Animal Crossing. So we'll talk about that. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, I already talked about Elijah. Oh, Coach, what about you? A little bit, a very little bit of Super Mario RPG, just making my way through that game. Mm. Okay. That's an RPG I've never played before because I hate Mario. Wow. Wow. I don't, I don't hate him. I'm just kind of like, I'm like, oh, I'm all right. It's Mario. Even I've played it. <laughs> He's like the McDonald's of uh, video games. He's just everywhere. This is my, I want to say, quality. fourth playthrough. It's a fun game. I mean, yeah, I love it. I people mean, like, people I, seem to love it. Yeah. Roughly, and it's how like long a is good it? about 17 hours. It's not, it's under oh, okay. 20 hours, I think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And it goes by fast. Like, it does. So, and the fun part is just grinding. What little grinding you got to do, you know, so. Uh, for me, this week, uh, I've been playing more Final Fantasy 14, like always. Uh, you know, just, just sticking through, grinding, getting those uh, item levels. Uh, I played a lot of dreams. I spent a lot of time, you know, uh, creating things in dreams this week. 
Um, and man, I, I just can't get enough of that game, man. There's just it's such a powerful, powerful thing you can do. I know I showed you guys the uh, the bridge level I created with Shovel Knight in it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just really bad at 3D modeling, man. Like, like I, I can do environments. I cannot do people. I'm like, I'm really struggling doing that. So that's something well, I just need to work on. The thing is, people are so like unique and varied, whereas mm-hmm. environments can be kind of cut and paste for the most part. I mean, there's some things obviously that you can change up, but yeah, I mean, people I feel like are very dynamic. Yeah, and I'm so. very, I'm very much a perfectionist when it yeah. comes to like my work too. So like, I spent, I mean, that that was just one small bridge level, but I, I, yeah. I could have got it done in you know maybe a couple hours, but I spent like eight hours on it probably, and like got the lighting right and the torches right, and then you know the, the stones and stuff like that, and it turned out pretty cool. I might use it in a future game if I make one. Um, yeah. But, and then uh, I got Dragon's Dogma last night for eight bucks for Steam. What do you think? And of Dragon's Dogma? Yep. Oh, dude, I forgot, like, how hard that game was. Because I loved it. I played it a lot back on PS3 when it first came out. And then I kind of fell off and didn't really get back to it. <clears throat> I, think I, I think I tried to play it one, once other time, or one more time after that. But I got it on Steam. I just dumped, uh, like, six hours into it last night. And I played it a lot more pretty much right up until we started recording. And... I forgot, like, first off, how good it is, and it's aged very well, but also how grueling and difficult it is. I mean, it's it's right up there with, like, it's not quite like a Souls, Souls-like game. I mean, you can, like, manage it, but there's, like, just absurd difficulty spikes in that game where you're just, like, walking through the forest fighting goblins, having a jolly old time, and then, boom, there's a chimera. Or, like, boom, there's a dragon. And uh, it, I'm at that notorious, like, first real mission you do where uh, you have to clear a, a settlement not a settlement but a fortress out from a goblin attack and there's like two cyclops there and whatnot and i'm like super over leveled because i use cheat engine to kind of like make it a little easier for me just because mm-hmm. i didn't really care and i still fail that mission i have oh, wow. no idea how i have no idea how like you're supposed to get through it as like a real first mission so i'm having a blast with it man i love like the uh the combinations of magic and um stuff you can do with that game and really, their um, the pawn system they they put in, it's like unlike anything I've ever seen before or after that in a video game. Like the pawns learn the pawn. If you if you summon a pawn from someone that um, had already completed that mission, the pawns will give you advice through the mission and whatnot. And it's really really good. I, I really recommend it. If anyone loves Western RPGs, grab Dragon's Dogma. It's from Capcom, which is like coincidentally a super Japanese developer, but they made a really really good Western RPG. I've always been interested in that game because I've heard Same. that it's very similar to Monster Hunter in some aspects, like as far as the way it plays and like even like yeah. the mounting and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I can see that it's a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and just like in Monster Hunter, like when you get against a big enemy, it's going to take a long time to put down. Like yeah. you chip away at itself. You can't take big chunks of it off. So it's also very gruelingly, like I said, gruelingly difficult. Yeah. Uh, there's because like. It's very much like a Dungeons and Dragons game. Like, there's no fast travel system in the game. There's um, very few and far between checkpoints that you can manually save. But like, you know, it's um, it's 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 modern day. You're not used to manually saving. Yeah. And if you go out at night and you don't have a lantern, you're screwed. You can't see anything. Oh, like, wow. you you have you have to have a lantern to go out at night. And the music's really good in the game. It's a really great game. I, I mean, I really really love the game. It's just that like something. It really makes you mad sometimes. Yeah. Um, cause like for instance, I died before I came here 
or before we started recording, and I had to go back 30 minutes and start traveling across the map again because there's no fast travel system. Oh Jesus. My God. I hate this, but it's good. It's really good, man. All right, nice. so let's jump in. You guys, uh, now I'm the only one here that hasn't played Animal Crossing, so I feel like I probably shouldn't even be here this week, but uh, you guys want to talk about Animal Crossing. Yeah, get off of our island, Seth. Yeah, uh, hey. Austin, I'll, I'll uh, refer to you to start the Animal Crossing conversation because I have no idea where to even begin. All right, so yeah, there's a game that came out last Friday. It's called Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I've been looking forward to it for seven years ever Same. since Animal Crossing New Leaf came out on 3DS. I've really been anticipating um, the next kind of big entry because obviously New Leaf was a 3DS game. And then the last one prior to that that was on a console was City Folk. And that was, I don't even know when. I think it was 2009 or 2010, maybe. Quick quick side note. Did I yeah. tell you guys I bought a brand new copy of City Folk from a thrift store a couple weeks ago? Wow. Like, nice. two weeks ago? Nice. Yeah, brand new, sealed. Yeah. Three bucks. That's the Wii version, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember you posted that picture. Yeah. So, and that's pretty cool, though. I, I actually need to go back and pick up... Um, because as a because I did buy a New Horizons digital, which I'll get to in a minute, and I have New Leaf digital, um, but I need to go back and pick up White Wild World and uh, City Folk physical still. Well, Os, Os, let me ask you this. Yeah. After playing this, is there any reason to go back to the old ones? Because from what I heard, that this is by far the best one of the the uh, of the other four. Well, here I mean, let's talk about it. So. Um, and we'll go into more of the minute stuff in a minute. But as far as the quality of the game itself, do I think it's the best one in the series? As somebody who's played all of them for probably at least 50 hours each, yes. I think it's absolutely the best game in the series. And I think it just does so many things um, as far as quality of life goes. And then not just that, but just keeping the game interesting for long periods of time, which I think... I wouldn't say Animal Crossing has struggled with. I think it's been kind of a feature of the game to some extent in the past. Um, but there are so many things in New Horizons that are very much oriented to allowing you to really just sit down and play this game for hours and hours and hours, which was not really a thing before. Um, and as far as specific features go, and, and again, you guys can talk about these more if you want to talk about them. Um, I'm just going to kind of go through things I thought about the game and you guys can add on, but um, like the Nook Miles, I think is the perfect example of kind of keeping the game interesting. Yeah. And that's something that, that the old games didn't have, but basically it's essentially think of like a rotating quest um, kind of list. Uh, quest I use lightly, but it's basically a list of objectives you can go through and do to get a form of currency called Nook Miles. And you can use that to buy various things. You know, I'm not going to go through what all you can buy, but you can basically use it to buy things in the game. Um, Quality of life stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you can buy like hair uh, colors and like hairstyles, but there's also stuff like you can buy Nook Miles tickets, which you can um, use to go to deserted islands and get even more materials and, and items and things like this uh, or things like that that you know, maybe you've already depleted your island's resources for that day and you can spend these nook miles to go to other islands and, and kind of advance your your output as far as resources go for that specific day. But I think the, the nook mile system as a whole, 
It's phenomenal because it, it really keeps you playing in the old games. Really, all you could do if you ran out of things to do at the end of the day was sit there and fish or catch bugs. And that was it. And that's still kind of a thing in this game. But at the same time, the Nook Miles, like it'll say catch one carp or catch said butterfly and you'll get rewarded for catching that butterfly and it'll keep rotating those out and give you more reason to keep doing these and it's just never ending um and i think as far as things that are new to this game i think the nook mile system is is definitely my favorite um i have a confession to make yeah i uh i thought no 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 i thought that the nook miles ticket yeah. Like I didn't know about the ability to go to a deserted island to do stuff. Yeah, I thought that was what you needed in order to visit a friend. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I love Animal Crossing, but why are they making you do this in game yeah. just to be able to visit a friend's island? Yeah, and that's also like I didn't know you could go to other islands. So it yeah. was like, man, I'm out. I I can't hit any more rocks for iron. I guess I have nothing to do until tomorrow. Yeah, and I learned about that today. And I'm like oh oh okay yeah and see that's how it used to be and they really fixed that with this game as far as okay so for those that are uninitiated i don't want to go super deep into animal crossing talk without really explaining more but in in new horizons basically there's a lot of crafting based stuff in this game that is also new and so you can go around and and basically use your axe on trees and get a bunch of like wood components or you can chop or uh hit like rocks with your your axe or your shovel and get like iron or or stone or or whatever and you can use these to craft things in the game Uh, but naturally there's like a limit so like if you hit one tree three times that's all it's going to give you for the rest of the day but like elijah said with these new tickets you can basically endlessly go to these other deserted islands whenever you want as long as you have enough nook miles and keep getting resources for as long as you really want to um and I, it just really creates this loop that Animal Crossing has never had. I feel like the the old loop was, okay, it's a new day. There's something I can do for an hour, an hour and a half, and then that's it for the day, and then I wait until tomorrow. And that was basically the loop. But now the loop is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to generate all these Nook Miles, I'm going to buy tickets, I'm going to go to these deserted islands, I'm going to get all these supplies, I'm going to come back and do it all over again. Um, and I think it's phenomenal. I think it's just at least for me, like the grind of it is so rewarding. And um, I just really, it makes the game far more interesting than it ever has been. Yeah, I love it. Like, like I said in my, um, my introduction video is I've never played an Animal Crossing game before. Well, I played maybe an hour and a half, which was the original GameCube when I bought it, when it came out back in the day. And it just wasn't my thing. And I even remember when New Leaf came out and Austin got the 3DS, the, yep. the New Leaf. I remember that. And I just, but I, even then I still never really got into it, but it is literally addicting and you're crafting something from the ground up. You know, that's what interests me is you're crafting something from the ground up and I have an idea of what I want to do and it's slowly coming into play and you know, before we didn't really have social media, but everybody's posting just really cool things like, you know, what they're doing and kind of showing off some of the things that they've done. And it's really inspiring to see all this stuff. So like for me, so far, the best part was the 
you know, when you're able to get enough um, collectibles for the museum, what would you have to do for the, oh, you had to collect um, 15 different species, whether yeah. it was bugs or um, fish, fish or whatever, right? So once you, or fossils too, fossils was a big yep. one. Yep. And once you got to 15 or whatever it was, then it took like one or two days or something like that. But then the museum was built and it was immaculate. Like it was really cool. Like the, the aquarium portion was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to catch as many fish as possible to populate this, uh, this aquarium. And then ever since I was like old enough to know, I've been into dinosaurs. Like I've been a dinosaur nut. So I love all the Jurassic Park movies, even though, you know, some are good or some are better than the others, <laughs> yeah. but I still love them all just because they have dinosaurs in them. Right. Well, mm -hmm. now that I could build or I could, you know, collect fossils and fill in the dinosaur part of the museum, that's like my number one goal. So yeah, it's, it's addicting. So have you now, guys, coach, you're... Oh, go ahead. sorry, sorry. Uh, coach, you're, you're recording a whole bunch of stuff for your animal crossing weekly journal yes so i'm doing a weekly update so it's going to be a year-long project so because i got the game early like we all got the game early didn't we like it was that thursday right yeah it was it was right at midnight yeah so i got it thursday yeah, afternoon uh, actually well gamestop was selling early yeah i got mine yeah. thursday afternoon so yeah. i have a lot to say for my end of the week, like I'm probably gonna drop them on Sunday. So tomorrow I'm gonna drop a video, but yeah. So I'm gonna do an end of week, like a weekly diary, journal, vlog, whatever you wanna call it, where I just go over like some of like maybe the four or five best points or, you know, best things to happen that week. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, it'll be a very interesting series. I think um, you guys should yeah. definitely go check that out. Uh, I would give the link, but for some reason, YouTube can't allow us to do custom links right now. So just search frame skip on YouTube. It'll be it on there. It won't allow us to do yeah. custom links? Yeah, for some reason, I can't make it youtube.com slash frame skip or frame skip pod or whatever. It just is not letting me. So I'm not really Is it because we don't have enough subscribers or something? Yeah, I think yep. it's like a couple hundred subscribers or something you need now to do that. That definitely was not the case. Like, wow, no, it's we super it. strange. Yeah, it went up. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, but, so check that out. But also, sure. um, Austin and Andy had an unboxing too, so go look at that one too. Yeah, because we did the unboxing of the Animal Crossing Switch. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, um, both of you, have you guys been playing more docked or more handheld? Oh, it's all I, been docked. All been handheld for me, except for when I streamed it last night. That, okay. that was docked. Everything else was handheld. So, Elijah, out of curiosity, I know you didn't play... Did you play any of New Leaf? Nope. Okay. Um, were you more into, like, the console games in the past then? Or... or uh, Really? It's not that I was into the console games. Yeah. It's I only ever played the GameCube one and then okay. Wild World. Gotcha. Because I didn't have a Wii when City Folk came out. And my 3DS was already gone because it broke by the time New Leaf came out. So I just didn't get a chance to play them. I was just curious because like now that this game is on obviously the Switch where you can play it docked and handheld, I was just curious if you guys, you know, preferred one way over the other and, and why you why you I, preferred that. I just play handheld because I 
play my Switch handheld. Yeah. I never play it docked, so I don't really have a good here or there mm-hmm. about that. I've mostly been playing docked, but what I will say is that as somebody, again, who played, I think I played about 300 hours of New Leaf on 3DS, Animal Crossing works extraordinarily well as, as a handheld game, I think. And so as somebody who mostly plays the Switch docked, like for every game, like I'd say 90% of the time I'm playing my Switch docked. Um, I've actually been playing a decent amount of this game handheld and I've been at home. Like I haven't been going anywhere. I've just been playing it handheld and um, it works so well. I think it, it it's not much of a downgrade at all. There might be a slight like resolution change, but it's really not noticeable. Um, and that says a lot because this game is freaking gorgeous. And I don't know yeah, if you guys agree with me, but like, oh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful compared to the old Animal Crossing games, I think. So uh, it brings um, it down to 900p, right? But, it brings it down to 900p, right? Yeah, it probably. Well, I guess the switch screen is 720, this, isn't it? Yeah, it's 720. So I guess it has it's, to be 720. Docked 900? Is that the how it works? I forget. It depends on the game. Some, I mean, there's a decent amount of games that are 1080 docked, but I don't know about this one. Wow. Um, I'm not really sure. I have a feeling it's probably not because the lighting and some of just the particle effects are are really really well done so right, right i have a feeling this is not 1080 but i actually don't know hmm. uh, but in the end it like i never were like never thought about well yeah you know it could have been better here or the vi- the graphics could have been better there it just everything just it's such a smooth game right so i have another question i want to ask you guys and this kind of goes with what we I think we talked about it last week with Breath of the Wild and its uh, durability system. Um, and I kind of wanted to ask, especially Elijah, but obviously Coach too. I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about the dirty durability system of the items in this game because that is something brand new to Animal Crossing as well, uh, where the shovels and fishing rods and axes and all that stuff it now breaks, and that was never a thing until this game. Um, but also, like I said earlier, alongside that goes the new crafting system, which you can now craft shovels and craft fishing rods um, and stuff of that. So I, I just kind of wanted to ask what you guys thought about that aspect of New Horizons. I extremely dislike it. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally, I think, the only gripe I have with the game. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, like, I know that eventually I'll, whenever I get the chance to upgrade to make a more durable axe or shovel but it still breaks well i mean that's just it doesn't bother me i'm like whatever what i'll say is it i think it would bother me more if it was very i guess if it ran off of more limited resources at least in my experience it's kind of just a simple okay i'm gonna go back to my house now and craft this again what i will say is i'm not a huge fan of it um I, I certainly don't like it. What I will say is I don't know if I dislike it either per se. Um, but there have definitely been times where I've been like catching bugs or something and I'll catch like a butterfly and my my bug net will break. And then literally the next second I'll see some like rare butterfly that's worth like thousands yep. of bells and I don't have anything to catch it with. Um, and I I will say I that's a little frustrating. Um but as a whole, I, I was curious. I, I had a feeling I knew what your answer was going to be, Elijah. But uh, that's definitely my biggest gripe with the game. But when I say gripe, I mean, honestly, I can't think of a single other thing that I really have issues with in this game 
in a, in a major way, at least. I think there are a few small things. Um, like a good example is when you're visiting other people's islands, it plays this like horrible cutscene every time you oh, do God, it. Oh God, yes. That's actually what I was just about to say. Yeah. Or if someone's coming to visit your island, yeah. then you just have to sit there and wait while they're connecting. Yeah. And you have to watch like the thing of the plane landing, but it's not actual video, it's just a dot on the screen essentially. And it takes like at least 45 seconds, I'd say. Yeah. At least 45 seconds, maybe even a minute. Every single time you go to and from somebody's island, it plays this cutscene, not just for like the, the host of the island and the person coming, but for every single person on the island at that time. Is that so, something you have to do a lot then? If you're playing multiplayer, yeah. Um, so like say I join Elijah's game. Elijah and I are both going to have to sit through this cutscene. And then say Coach joins Elijah's game. Then Elijah, myself, and Coach have to watch this cutscene. And then say... You mean the game or just go to his island? Go to his island. Go to his island. Okay. And then say hypothetically, Seth, if you had the game, if you joined and you were the fourth person to go to... Or third person to go to Elijah's island, I guess. Then myself coach elijah you would all have to watch this cutscene again and yeah. it's it's like it's it's a little annoying it's <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know why they do it to be honest i guess it's maybe because it's like oh yeah this person's like flying onto your island this is like a cool kind of like maybe realistic kind of setup for something that would happen if somebody came to your island but i think it's kind of annoying <laughs> all they have to do is have like a little plane with the a banner or something like that flying yeah. across saying so-and-so is arriving or something like that. That's all you got to do. Yeah. But that's those, I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything else, but when I say those two things are complaints, it's really not much of a complaint for me. I mean, I still think this is, I mean, I've, I've probably been putting in at least four hours a day into this game for the last, wow. I guess it's been five days or so, four or five days. And I definitely think it's probably, one of my favorite Switch games and definitely my favorite Animal Crossing. So so would you recommend to anybody to go back and play the old ones or yeah, just so, continue and play this one? So I guess I never answered that question, but I would say no. I don't really think yeah. you need to go back. Um, yeah, really, this one is the best of all worlds when it I comes think, to Animal Crossing. I think a lot of people were concerned about the crafting when they first announced it. And I was too, to an extent, because I was like, this is not Animal Crossing. Um, I was concerned it was going to be more like Minecraft or Terraria or whatever it may be. Um, I think it fits the series super well. Um, I think just in general, the whole deserted island thing, I mean, you can still build up your island to work just as it did in the old games. You can still get the museum and the town hall and all that stuff. Um, I think it's I think it's the best Animal Crossing game for sure. And I don't I don't think there's a reason to go back with this one out. So, um, but no, and what I was going to add on, and I, sorry, I, I know I've been blabbing nonstop, no, go ahead. but I was just going to add on to, I think this game coming out right now is perfect timing, mm -hmm. uh, with everything happening in the world. I know we kind of already talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, but it's just been phenomenal kind of getting together and, and having a, a game that, you know, a lot of us can bond over and, and talk about and play together, especially when we're all stuck inside right now, or at least a lot of us are. Um, and not it's really getting escape. much social interaction. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It, it really has been the great escape, and it's so lighthearted and, and cheery, and it really, as silly as this is to say, it really makes me feel like everything's going to be fine, you know, in the world. Um, and that's a lot for a game to really make me feel that way. 
But what sucks is when you put the game down and you go back into what we're dealing with, <laughs> then you're like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think it's awesome though. I mean, what do you guys think overall? Well, I enjoy, um, playing with you guys cause mm-hmm. you guys like give me tips because you are father like along because the first three days I was putting in like three hours, two and a half, three hours. And then since Saturday, I have been only to do like an hour if that, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you guys have been helping me along what I need to do. And there's just so much to do. Like there is literally so much to do. Like at some point tonight, I'll get on and play for at least an hour because an hour like is, seems like 10 minutes. It literally does. Like an hour goes by so fast. And uh, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's fun. I mean, it's just, there's so much to do. And uh, like I said, everybody posting their stuff on Twitter just gives you inspiration, you know, and, and just remember people are time jumping or what do they call it? Time skipping or whatever. Time skipping. Yeah. Yeah. People are doing that, but they're showing some pretty cool stuff. So that way, you know, that at some point in time, when you get to where they are, you could do some really cool stuff. Elijah, what about you? What do you think about the game overall so far? It's, I'm, I'm trying to think of the exact words I want to use because it's everything I hoped it would be yep. and more because, you know, I was looking for Animal Crossing. Like I said, I haven't played one since Wild World on the DS. So, God, how many years ago? Um. A lot. So it, it it was everything I remember. In in my mind, a lot of what I remember is the GameCube one, and it's been perfect except except for the durability. That's the only thing that I'm not a fan of. Except for that, it's all been perfect, and I'm just loving my time with it. It's it's everything I love about Nintendo. Because yeah. I don't love much about Nintendo, but Animal Crossing is almost perfect. I mean, I, awesome. it will forever be one of my top five series, and I, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I mean, I agree. I think it's it's one of the first games to come out in a, in a long time for me that's been everything I could have wanted, and, and more. Wow, that's that's um, big praise. That's yeah. big praise. Yep. All right. Well, uh, any closing thoughts on Animal Crossing before we move on? We'll check in next week, of course. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to note actually is on my Twitter and maybe I'll post it again on the frame skip page or, or it'll probably be in this episode description or something, but I did actually, or well, Andy did actually make a, a discord page for animal crossing specifically for our friend groups. So, um, if you're a listener of the show and, and you know, you know who you are, if you're like a fan that we've talked to frequently or whoever it may be, um, and want to join the discord and chat with us and trade or whatever it may be. Um, I'll put that link probably in the episode description so you can do so awesome awesome all right well let's move on to some news topics this week shall we gentlemen i mean we only have two this week because it's been (laughs) a slow news week due to Mm -hmm. uh the pandemic and the world but uh let's jump in with coach uh coach you're talking about the switch supply down and uh how they're going for resale list right so this morning i was um listening to uh spawn wave he always has this, he always does a news um, program in the morning. And one of the things he noticed as I was listening in the background, as I was like, getting ready, is that Nintendo Switch, the regular one, not the light, has resellers are just like, the prices have gone up. 
So I wanted to do a little research. So first of all, I went on, I went to Nintendo.com first and it says you could buy new or buy now $2.99. But when you go to it, it shows all of the retails and everybody's out of stock. Best Buy, GameStop, Target, they're all out of stock. And then you look on Amazon, okay? So Amazon is selling the newest, the newest version, just the gray one, but the new version with the all red box for $4.19. And then you have one for $4.38. You have the original, wow. you have the original for $4.29 with the red and uh, blue Joy-Cons. The one with Mario Kart 8 is $5.49. Wow. Holy crap. Yes. And then there's one for $4.99, which is just the great controllers. So, and it's because, uh, you know, China had to shut down their, some of their shops down there, right? The production had to, to uh, cease. So, of course, no one resellers and Nintendo products, they just shot that right up. Now, one thing to note is the, um, the Switch Lite is still regular price, $199. Now, I know um, the OG Switches, the first line, the first run of them, yes. um, have been going up in resale value because you can crack them wide open via yep. hacks, which I, which I have done, by the way, and it's awesome. They um, look like inside. <laughs> you said you cracked it wide open. What does it look yeah, like inside? Soft, Software-wise. <laughs> I know. My Switch. What is I'm the software? What's the code? What are those numbers looking like? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch uh, of hexadecimals. Oh, yeah, dude. It's awesome. You can play yeah. PS1 games on it. You can put pretty much all these emulators on it. You can do whatever you want with it, which just shows to, which shows to me, honestly, a little bit that, like, like, there's certain things that Nintendo could do with the Switch, and they're just choosing not to do, which is really yeah. annoying. Like, why isn't there Netflix on it yet? You know, stuff like that. But do you really um, want Netflix on it, Seth? Yes. It's the perfect machine for Netflix. I don't know. What are you talking it, about? I don't that's, really. That's okay. It has Hulu. And YouTube. <laughs> and, YouTube. and I don't even watch those two. Like, oh, to dude. me, it's just a gaming device. If I want to watch. Sure. Right. Well, Go ahead, I sorry. mean. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, it's, it's, it's this giant portable screen. And, I mean, you can take it with you to, like, the airport or something and just sit down, yeah. turn on some Netflix. I agree like, with It would that. be sweet. It would be sweet, man. I, I just think that, like, Nintendo is doing some, some funky stuff with it. And maybe it's a Netflix contract issue or something like that. But Well, um, fun fact. Know. All right, ready for this? The guys, the boys over at Factor 5, which produced the uh, Rogue Squadron <laughs> series, they are with Netflix, I believe. They're with one of the streaming. They do, they port the streaming services to the console. That's their main job right now. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that that's not on there, maybe they're with Hulu and that's why Hulu's on there. I'm not sure, but they're with one of the major streaming services. I want to say Netflix, but I could be wrong, but yeah. Interesting. Yes, hmm. sorry. Go ahead. No, that, that, that's just it. So, um... Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we'll see it drop. I mean, we're it's, we're gonna see it drop off eventually, but I'm yeah. assuming it's just a perfect combination of things with like you know Animal Crossing coming out, the pandemic, people mm -hmm. want something to play. Um, so I was gonna uh, say, said, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, let's just continue. No, I was just gonna say quick, and then I don't whatever you were gonna tag me in, that's fine. But um, <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say I you know we uh, before the show, Elijah and I were talking about how Nintendo 
I guess it was probably about a month ago now, was like, yeah, you're probably going to see shortages of switches due to COVID-19, which is pretty obvious. But what I will say, too, is that at least six or seven people that I know just got a switch on Friday for Animal Crossing. It's a big game. Yeah, I mean, it's like pretty, I I don't know how number-wise that's going to look, and I'm sure we'll get those statistics at some point, but I have a feeling Animal Crossing is really boosting the sales of this thing right now. Which could oh, also sure, be probably for sure. So uh, I also just want to say too is that uh, there is a lot of games on sale for Switch right now. Yep. Uh, we're talking like like almost all Squares games for sale. Yep. Right now on Switch, I just bought I am set to do for twenty bucks last night, which I've been wanting to play for a long time. So nice. I'm waiting for that to go on sale. And uh, even like that that, that Tokyo RPG Factory's uh, latest game, I think it's called Onanaki, something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's on sale the, for twenty bucks. Yeah, I picked that up. Yeah, and uh, so a bunch I'm of the older Capcom titles are on sale, even. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good time to buy Switch games if you guys um, are looking mm-hmm. into that. So I'm, I'm excited. I've been cracking my Switch for a long time, so I'm, I'm ready for that. The nice thing about <laughs> hacking your Switch, the nice thing about hacking your Switch too, is that it's a soft mod. So like, if you ever want to go back, you can just turn the Switch on without the mod, and you're good to go. Oh. You can connect online and stuff like that. So Elijah nice. doesn't feel good about doing stuff like that, Seth. Nope. Uh, uh well uh we had a discussion with that with the wii u (laughs) sucks to suck i still have my my old switch obviously since i just got this animal crossing one um i we're actually in the process of selling andy's old switch to a friend of ours right now but i've been thinking about keeping mine for this reason yeah you should um to do it because for one like you said earlier with the og switch prices rising that's completely accurate i mean the og switch is now like used go for 300 dollars, which is like yeah Crazy, because that's, that's MSRP. Can you put a Dreamcast so. emulator on there? Sure can. Wow, Ooh. nice. Yeah. I have and to do Skies it. Skies of Arcadia, Game Boy. Amazing game. Skies of Arcadia on your <laughs> Switch. The whole the whole RetroArch system is on is on Switch. So, nice. But yeah, like it, it's really good, man. Um, so you could throw Game Boy Advance games on there? Sure can. Ooh, tempting. Yep, sure can. Is um, it easy? I mean, is it easy? Uh, because when yeah. you soft, well, when you like jailbreak the uh, the Wii, is pretty easy. I mean, yeah. you, ju- you don't need a disc; you just need the uh, SD card. Yeah. So basically, all you got to do is short out uh, two pins on the right Joy-Con, and that will put the Switch in recovery mode. Hmm. And then you. What uh, do you mean load- short out? So I have to open up the Joy-Con and no. solder. No, you. They 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 make rigs. Um, that you can buy on eBay or something like that, and you just slide it into the, the slots. You basically, you short them out together, so you connect them. And um, you can use foil, just pretty much anything. I think it, I think it's pins one and nine on the Switch Joy-Con, and that will put the Switch in recovery mode. That's why they said that there it's it's a hack that you they literally could not mod out of the console because uh, they, they built that in to go into recovery mode when those the pins are connected together so there's not really much they could have modded out which is why i think the switch Lite was coming out so fast also um but austin you want to talk about uh ring fit adventure yeah because that was kind of on the same topic and i just because i noticed this recently but um ring fit adventure which is nintendo's latest kind of foray into fitness games um, it's a Nintendo first party game but it's kind of again in the same vein as like we fit although it's more gamified um, it's more like an actual RPG and supposedly the game itself is actually pretty good. Unlike Wii Fit where it was again, more of like just a fitness application. Um, but I wanted to talk about this too, because I've been looking at this game because for one, 
um, when it came out, people said it was great. And I was kind of shocked because it was like, okay, this thing comes with a giant freaking ring that you attack your jo- or attach your Joy-Cons to. <laughs> and I was like, this thing looks ridiculous. But apparently this ring actually has like a lot of, um, I guess, tension is the word. Like a, a lot of tension to it. And yeah, it uses, I think that's right. Like uh, it's basically just a giant band. Um, but it's really strong. And supposedly it's like the game itself is really intense and actually um, works up a lot of your, your muscles in different ways. And it's pretty creative in how it does it. Um, and I've heard plenty yeah. of people actually like using this to full on exercise. And naturally with, again, being stuck in the house and not being able to leave. Um, I was looking at this game cause I was like, okay, how do we, how do we work out now? And, um, same thing. The prices for this thing have shot way up. It's like $300 on Amazon now. And I think it's supposed to be Are like, you a, serious? Yeah, it's supposed wow. to be like an $80 game. Wow. Um, the cheapest you can get it is like two, two eighty or two ninety, I think on Amazon. Holy crap. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. So I guess everyone had the yep, same there idea. It is. 250 yeah so now for a bundle with the switch and the ring fit 760 <laughs> my god sounds like it's that, worth wow. it wow so yeah if you're I looking mean, to get fit with ring fit adventure during this pandemic maybe don't look at ring fit adventure <laughs> or just go to maybe like i don't know if walmart would have them yeah i don't know but if i see it pop up again for msrp I'm, i think i'm gonna buy it um, cause like I said, supposedly it's actually like pretty, pretty sweat inducing. Like it's actually pretty intense. Huh. Yeah. Because so. I know everybody says the game itself is pretty good. Yeah. And I guess you wear something around your leg. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the actual ring. Yep. So and then I, be- I go ahead. Elijah. I, I was going to say, apparently there's like a ring around your leg or something that has one joy con in it. And your yeah. other joy con is in the ring that you use with your hands. And Pretty if I'm cool. if I'm not mistaken, the actual ring is from a certain type of like class you could do at your local gym or something like that. Like, you know, like when in the 80s they did the steps, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I think it has something to do with that. But I could be wrong. But yeah. Wow. 250. Yeah, Man. I guess everyone had the same idea. Um because like I said, I think it's actually kind of the perfect game for right now. Yeah. And it's sure. 80 bucks normally? Yep. I yep. think it's normally 80 is, is what it sells for. So The box looks pretty cool, though. Yep. So maybe one of these days I'll, I'll get it. Yep. All right, Austin. Let's move on to your topic about uh, some favorite games for social interaction. Yeah, I just, you know, obviously there's been not really any news this week at all um, game-wise. There just really hasn't been anything going on. Um uh, but I thought just kind of an interesting topic that we could talk about quickly was, um, again, maybe some online games, but like what are some of our favorite games that we've played that have been good as far as social interaction goes? Um, you know, there's plenty of multiplayer games out there, but what are those games that have really stuck with us that have like created conversation or like allowed, um, you know, you to have fun with your friends online? I think that's maybe something that you know, people are looking for right now. Um, we talked about Animal Crossing. I think that's one that's, you know, in everyone's minds. But um, I was just curious if you guys had any, any other favorite games that maybe you've you've played online in, um, in a co-op fashion or things of that sort. For me, it's definitely Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. Uh, which is obvious. Uh, I'll say like uh, Grand Theft Auto V. 
and I've been having fun jumping into Apex Legends once in a while too. But GTA Five is definitely the most social game I think I've yeah. ever played with you guys. I mean, that was just a blast when we were all together. We had and such a good time. Yeah, that was that was like some of the best gaming memories I've, I've, I think I can remember. With, with we're ever invited. down. We were, we were <laughs> yeah. invited to that party. I don't know where you were back then, Coach. I have no idea. Oh, I was with you guys. Were you? Yeah. yeah I just did, I just didn't play that. No, it it's it was really fun uh, with with people because you could just hang out. You could do races. You could do the survival mode. You could just kill uh, prostitutes. City. Yeah, just run around the city <laughs> and kill each other. And uh, yeah, you could get prostitutes. You could uh, you know get a whole bunch of money and build your mansion and whatnot. It was it was really really good. Um, and of course, Final Fantasy XIV is a super social MMO. People love to get in there and just hang out and mm-hmm. talk. And mm-hmm. uh, Apex Legends, of course, I, I just started playing with these guys a little bit here and there, and um, I've been having fun playing that. So, so with me and Austin, what was the first game you and I ever did co-op? Did we start with Halo? Or no, we didn't play any Halo. It was Gears, wasn't it? Was that the first one? So that was. We might like have played other stuff prior, but I think yours before. was the main stuff we did. Yeah. So to me, that was the best of times. Was even when Elijah would jump on with us, yeah. and then Seth would even be on the um, Discord or the the, the chat, um, or whatever it was. Yeah, the chat. So that to me was priceless. Like that was awesome. Um, then you and I were doing. Um, let's see, we played Reach. We got about, I think maybe I want to say three fourths of the way. Yeah. And doing ODST. So you and I played quite a few games like that where it was co op, but it, it was just cool, you know? One and of these then, of days course, we're going to pick up Reach again. One yeah, of these but days. we got to do PC though. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Maybe we should like start like um, now. <laughs> yeah, that's there pretty, go. pretty, pretty good go. idea. <laughs> Coach and Austin just quit out of the podcast right now. Start playing yeah. right now. Elijah, guys, what about you? There's, uh, as you mentioned, Final Fantasy 14. We had a great time, and mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. There's another game that really, really solidified itself for me as a big, for lack of a better word, party game, and that's Golf with Friends. Yep. Uh, I oh, I yeah. started watching this one streamer back in like 26. Uh, 20, 2015, 2016. And like, I became really good friends with her and her community. And we started to do golf with friends night every Saturday night. So every Saturday night, there would be 12 to 18 of us just on talking, playing golf with friends. And this went on for about probably seven to eight months, every Saturday night. And it, they were just some amazing times. And I just remember nights where I couldn't stop laughing and it's it was just such a crazy good time. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome! Did you go yet? What about you, man? This is your topic. Yeah, I I agree with golf with friends. I I didn't play too much of it, um, but when I did play it with Elijah and I, I guess a few more. other people, um, that was a blast to play. The one I will say that which I'm surprised none of us have touched on so far, but considering we played the living crap out of this game when it came out, freaking Dying Light. That oh, game, yeah. oh my god, yeah, so good co-op. That game is one of my all-time favorites. I think, um, dude. For as long as I live, I'll never forget the guy that came into our stream and was like cheating the game, yeah, and just dropping was, like, us everything. Yeah, and he like, gave us best- like the best weapons possible. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't just give it like a couple. He like was like dropping mountains of them. It was yeah. awesome. That was probably one of our, our best streams we ever did. That that stream. I wish there yeah. was a VOD of it somewhere, but that was like Again, really really cool. Not invited to that party. <laughs> you were off doing Should've been doing there. Your- military thing probably I yeah. know, I know. um no oh, I, austin 
Oh, go ahead. One game before we do reach or anything, we got to do um, Federation Force. Yeah, oh. the the Metroid Prime yeah. co-op. Yeah, game. Federation Force. Um, did that like did that Metroid Prime like random game ever come out? The one with like it was like a battle game for 3ds or something yeah, like that's that. What everyone that was is. mad about. Uh-huh. Oh, is it's it? a co-op. Yeah. yeah, it's a co-op. Yeah, people weren't really mad about that when it was announced. Yeah, well, they were mad because it wasn't. I mean, it, Samus isn't in there. And they just took like a, you know, kind of like what they did with, um, oh, Star Fox Adventures, right? Mm-hmm. It right. wasn't even a Star Fox game at, at first. You know, it was being developed on the Nintendo 64. It was Dinosaur Planet. Yep. And Ooh. then uh, at the very end, they decided to throw Star Fox on there. I think this is probably the same thing. They were doing something like this. And then at the end, they're like, well, let's put a Metroid Prime code on it. So that way it might sell more. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can jump into some of those games here. Yeah. And uh, when p- the pandemic isolation starts making us go crazy. <laughs> I was going to bring up two, just one more. And I know this is maybe not so much anymore but i when PUBG first came out and like elijah myself uh craig and brandon would all play that game together that was oh yeah i missed the boat on that a phenomenal game to play together so I, mean, I wish i wish i would have done that that yeah. was back in my isolation days before the pandemic <laughs> I was in Saudi. that's when we kind of broke up that's when the band broke up yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget the one time i was playing with brandon and uh, I got shot out of our Fancy. car and was laying there ho- hoping he would come back to get me. And he got out of the car and started running towards me. But the car started flipping backwards <laughs> in a weird way. You know what? I remember seeing him. that. Yes, I remember seeing that, man. I do remember seeing that. Now, what's funny is I would say the first month when we actually got into Saudi, that mm-hmm. first month, everybody was playing PUBG. And then one person started playing Fortnite, <laughs> and then it was all Fortnite after that. It was funny. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show here with some questions. Um, this Ooh. is kind of a shorter episode. Not really. I mean, we're almost at the hour mark, but yeah. there was no news topics this week. But uh, Pedro asks, what are some of the hardest games you've ever played? For him, it's Digital Double Story. He says, Seth has watched me endure this pain. Two, Xbox's Ninja Gaiden. Three, Yee's book one on two, one and two on the Turbo CD. Um, what about you guys? Some of the hardest games you ever played? I think we should exclude Souls in this game just because that's yeah. the point of them. Right. Um, I would say for me, most recently, the most hardest game has been um, Tropical Freeze. Oh, man. And, and I like 95% it. It's just that the last secret level is... I, it, I got to it right when we were leaving and I just never got back to it. But that game, I probably put, I think about probably 50, 60 hours into. And uh, oh my gosh, some of those levels, like the secret levels were just punishing, right? Because you didn't get, there wasn't any checkpoints. Like, and it was like constant. You had to like learn as you go. So it was pretty cool. And then probably the original, like an old school one, would be probably the legend of zelda because now that i go back into it and play some of those dungeons i was like man how did i get through this you know (laughs) it's pretty funny when you when you go back at old games you're like so those are those are my two ones i could put on the difficult list anybody else tropical freeze is a really good answer coach that game is freaking hard um 
and I I wasn't expecting it. I mean, because it's like a modern day Nintendo game, and like you look at the most recent Yoshi games or most recent Kirby games, and they're kind of just a joke as far as difficulty goes. But that game came out and it just like obliterated me. Like I really struggled with that game. Um, and I'll I'll never forget my sister and I were playing it together because it's co-op. Um, and she was probably like 10 at the time and I was dying like more than she was half the time. Like it was just a very hard game. And I, I'll never forget. We were doing the final boss and that game took us like several days just to try and beat that final boss. Um, but for me, I think obviously like the first Castlevania, I think that's probably the hardest one I've ever played. Um, I never yeah, actually beaten it, but I've gotten very close to the end and just as far as recent stuff goes, Velocity Ultra, doing the Platinum for that game, that game is rough. <laughs> like, when there's a, there's a lot of, like, end levels in that game. It's a really, really fun indie uh, bullet hell game, but um, getting the Platinum for that game is by far, like, probably the most challenging thing I've done um, in recent years. Interesting. Uh, for me, definitely... Like I said earlier, Dragon's Dogma is up there for the hardest games ever played. It's yeah. just very un- un- unforgiving. Like it's uh, like I said, we're excluding Souls games, of course. Um, and then probably like the like Jimigami Tensei Three Nocturne is like super notoriously hard RPG. Yeah. Uh, which is also super unforgiving if you screw up. And then um, I really liked Mega Man as a kid. Like Mega Man. Oh, yeah. X yeah. and whatnot, and those games are are known for being quite difficult as well. That's really like uh, the story for most old games, though, too, because, you yeah. know, of course, there wasn't a whole lot of them or there wasn't as many back then. But also um, you could spend months with one game. So they, they made them way diff- more difficult back in the day as well. I do have an honorable mention. OK. All right. So <laughs> this is the original Rogue Squadron, right? On the 64. Oh, one of your towards, favorites. Yes. And I forgot about this, but towards the end, it's like uh Izzard's revenge or something like that there is this um there's this tie like this tie on steroids and it is almost impossible to see and when you finally destroy that lock onto it by some luck and you get it man it is so like the feeling you get like okay good but that was getting golds and all that is is really difficult I have to say, getting golds in Rogue Squadron. Is there an airplane I, landing at someone, someone's house? I'm by a military base. Uh-huh. That would explain it. I have like three games that come to mind. Just like Pedro said, one of them for me is Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox. The other two are Battlestar Galactica on the Xbox 360. That game was just a pain in the butt. And uh, Zoid Didn't Assault. it get bad reviews? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Zoid's Assault on the Xbox 360 also mm. got terrible reviews. As a huge Zoids fan, it was a letdown. But also, it was super hard. I I couldn't get past, like, the third level. Because everything mm. was just so overpowered compared to what you had. Quitter! Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Pedro's second question is, do you guys have a gaming bucket list, a.k.a. games you've always wanted to play? Mine are 1. System Shock 2, 2. Chrono Trigger, and three Dragon Quest eight. So wait, um, you've already played Chrono Trigger. No, he he has not played Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay, he has. Okay, hang with the program there, coach. Okay, sorry, bro. I just, <laughs> when you heard, I'm like, wait, 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 what? He's got the Coronas. He's losing his mind a little bit. Yes. Yep. Uh, so the funny story about this is that Pedro wanted to get into Dragon Quest 
uh, I feel like it was like a year or two ago, and he was talking about it. I was like, man, you start start with Dragon Quest Eight. It's the one everyone knows. It's like the Final Fantasy Seven of the Dragon Quest series. Like, everyone loves Dragon Quest Eight. He didn't take my advice. He started with Seven and hated it. So, I, and then, like, put it down. I was like, okay, man. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, Pedro, you definitely need to play Chrono Trigger. It's widely viewed as the greatest RPG of all time. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but a lot of people think that. Um, I gotta say, guys, with this, for me, I, I don't really... I don't really uh, have much. I think every game I've wanted to play, I really have. I mean, I've always wanted to jump more into like Suikoden 2 and Final Fantasy 6, but I've, I've given those games a shot. I don't know if there's any games that I really want to play that I haven't at least tried to jump into. What about you? For me, uh, actually, a lot of the games I want to play are lesser games, like games that aren't really known about that well. Like right now, I'm going through Folklore. That was That's a big one that I have wanted to play forever. Another one is called Ninja Blade for the Xbox 360. It's a From Software game. And until I just saw it in a store once, I never knew it existed. And I, ever since then, I wanted to play it, and I picked it up recently. So I'm hoping to get that off my bucket list. Other than that, I just want to I want to get through the Mass Effect series. Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, here we go again. He's going to be blowing our chat about how he yeah. hates it. I'm here trying. I'm trying. Oh, so it only happens once every three years. We'll we hear about it, and we'll all call you crazy again. And it's gonna be it's like a it's like an Ouroboros. Yep, you're not all right. wrong. Anybody else? Yes. Do okay. you guys remember Operation Rainfall? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, and I've always always wanted to play because those are games that were released on the Wii in Japan. Mm-hmm. And they w- never made it to the states, but they're three RPGs: mm-hmm. Pandora's Tower, The mm-hmm. Last Story, mm-hmm. and then um, Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Yep. Yes. So I want to play those three. Like honestly, legit, I've always and I have all three of those. So I want to be able to play those three. Well, Xenoblade's getting remastered, and I would recommend playing it. Uh, the remastered version because well, the original yeah. does not hold up well graphically it looks really bad but also coach uh xenoblade is the best out of that bunch and it got a really really amazing sequel in xenoblade 2 on the switch yep it's the only switch game that i've really really dumped a, sh- a ton of time into uh-oh stop i got i caught myself <laughs> i caught myself um what the f- <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> I will say, I think Xenoblade 2 is probably one of the best RPGs I've ever played in my whole life. And, it's and really, you, really amazing. So when I did my research on them, like as far as... Oh, come as on, the, Austin. I didn't even say it. I, I, I said the first syllable. Anyways, <laughs> is um, they're not that long. Except for Xenoblade, the, the other two aren't that long. Like the last story. And the last story was developed or written by one of the guys from final fantasy hmm. yeah the game and, was directed um, and co-written by here you know whatever the original creator of final fantasy so oh, okay yeah i and, definitely i definitely recommend xenoblade though really really recommend yeah it. yeah so and xenoblade's really good I, i've never actually beaten either but i've gotten like i think both of them i got like 40 hours into Two is better, honestly. Yeah, I think if from I'm what I played, I like two more. But the first one is still really, really good. Yeah, it is. But see, here's the thing, too, is that everyone... I think... I want to make this very clear because I think everyone is a little hesitant to play two without playing one. But they don't... You can play two without playing one. Yeah. They you, don't you really can. connect. I know there's one thing that does, but it's not like... At the very end of the game. Yeah, yeah at the very but end of the game. doesn't two have a difficult 
um, battle system? No, not, not I mean, really. So that's so what it, people were saying. Just, no, I I disagree with that completely. Um, it just you have to. It, it, it's a it's a very different battle system. Yeah. You you have to learn it. And there's a point in two in the very early point in the game where they're like, okay, go do this. It's like it's like you gotta go hunt this bunny or something like that. But you don't have a full party, and the battle system in two is meant for a full party. Um, so what people end up doing is they'll go out and they're like, oh, this is a great time to grind. Well, unfortunately, they get slaughtered. They're like, I don't understand this. But really, what you're supposed to do is just go do this one thing, kill it, and then once you get back, you get your third party member, and then you're good to go. Then you can go grind. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people fall off in the very beginning of the game because of that. And you know, now without being spoiled, there's so many like. Um, on YouTube, there's so many videos to help you, like with different parts of different games. You know that will right. help you as far as explain um, battle systems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so that that's my uh, that's my bucket list. I, have I actually, oh. I I was gonna say I just remembered one more, no and that is Stalker, the Stalker oh, nope. series, nope. the nope. old PC series. Nope, you had your chance. Nope. Well, too bad. I said it anyhow. I still win in the end. <laughs> Isn't that the guys from uh, Metro series? Uh, yes, I believe they started with that series. And yeah, I have that on Steam. I never now. played it though. I played like yeah. an hour of it one day. Uh, Austin, what about you? Anything? So I have, I have three. And actually, speaking of of Metro, the Metro series, all of them. Um, so good. There's your three. <laughs> I well, no, okay. I guess I have five, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe six. I don't know. Um, no, I've never played any of them really aside from like an hour of 2033. I think I played on, on PS4, the remaster, um, and I have them, but I just, I have, I guess the remaster, I don't have the third one, but, uh, I've always wanted to play those, those games. Uh, coach speaks very highly of them and which ones just all, all the Metro games. Okay. So good. Um, but yeah, I, I remember you were really into last light, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have stories for that one. But yeah, yeah. and I, I've, I've just really wanted to play those games, and they look right up my alley. I just need to, to get around to it. Um, the other ones, uh, Zone of Enders, never played them. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, Apparently also you can jump right into two because one sucks. That's what I hear. Yeah, I mean they're also from Kojima. I have the the remasters or whatever on PS3. I know they did another one on PS4, but it was only the second one. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I haven't played them at all. So those, and then the big one. That I'm hoping I get to tackle at some point this year after I graduate and have no homework, which will be nice. Super Mario um, Brothers. The Witcher 3. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There you which go. There you go. I am like craving to play and I've been craving to play for years. I just haven't really had time for it. Um, actually, have any tips? I'm a master at that game. Okay. Dude, I remember you As were all in about that game, Seth. Yeah, no, I, I put 300 hours into it. I, uh, I, I've done pretty much everything in it. Like it's really, really one of my favorite games of all time. Even if that so game amazing. was a dude, I think you would have <laughs> fell in love with it. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. I have that game on PC and PS4, the complete edition on both, and I really have not played it. So, yep. Um, and especially after watching The Witcher show, and I've read the first two Witcher books, I just haven't really touched the game. So. I think Witcher show is good, but I don't think it's a good representation of the franchise. No, I mean, isn't it really? about the books and not the game? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I don't even think it's a good representation of the books. I just don't no. think it's a good representation. I think it's a good show. I just don't think like they did very well with representing the characters and 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 Geralt was pretty good with Henry Cavill. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I just like I th- I enjoy it in solidarity. I don't I don't really relate yeah. it too much to the I mean, show I, the books. I loved it, but it is different than the books. And like I've read all the stories that were in that show, and they were definitely kind of changed and not in bad ways, but it was just different. And I you know I like all that I've yeah. seen so far of the show and then read of the books. But no, Witcher 3, it's just, I've really, really been wanting to play that game. And you should do it. Yeah, you should maybe, do it. like I said, maybe this summer after I graduate, when I have more time, that'll, that'll probably be one of the first things I play. I need to go back to trying to get my second platinum on it. <laughs> and I always thought it'd be cool to go back and play the four games in the Capcom 5. Mm. Oh, yes. That's a good... Good, yeah, uh, I, I really too. want to play those as well. Because I've only really played one, which was, of course, Resident Evil 4. Yep. But I've played, I do have um, PNO 3. Really? And uh, it's good. I I got about maybe halfway through, but there was Beautiful Joe. And what was the other one? Um, the, there was I don't four games. I what the other one was. Yeah, I'm trying to remember also. Beautiful Joe, PNO 3, Resident Evil 4, and. Oh my God! Someone bug me. We're never gonna think of what it is. Oh, it's Killer Seven. That's yeah. what. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just looked it up. Killer Seven. Woo! Got it before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Coach right. is officially faster than Google. <laughs> That's right, baby. Well, anybody have any closing thoughts this week? Uh, I don't think so. Stay in your houses, please. Yeah. Stay in, and play don't... some games. Oh, I can't say it. Relax, everybody. And, I was going to say uh... something negative about the president. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. And remember, you can write us your questions on Facebook or Twitter or email us at frameskippodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at frameskippod. You can follow me at Seth S. Taylor. You can follow Austin at Austin Eller, right? Austin J. Eller. Austin Jeller. Yep, Jeller. You can follow you can follow Elijah at Local Lizard Man, and you can follow Coach at 32 Bit Professor. Uh, remember to give us a good rating and review on whatever uh, platform you're listening to this on. Actually, I was going to touch on this quick before you move on. Yeah, that's something because we haven't touched on this yet. Uh, we are on so many platforms now, so please, guys, if you do listen to us on like Google or iTunes or whatever it is, please leave us a rating. Um, it helps kind of get the show out there, and it's much appreciated. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, until next time, guys, get you some. What are we getting?